0: Okay, good afternoon and welcome to Drew Garabo Live before curfew. My name is Drew Garabo. Very nice to be here. Thank you very much for choosing to be there. She's Micah Rotunda.
1: Wow, that's me.
0: He's John Senning. Hi. And uh, we're here to... uh, We're here to make sense of it all, or at least try. I mean, we got a lot to get to today, but um, I thought I'd start with kind of a roadmap of where we're going to go and how we're going to get there. You see, since I started being on the radio in about 1993 or so, I like divisive rhetoric. I enjoy, whether intentionally or not, saying things that provoke you, both to get you to think And to get you to react. Um, Like it or not, it's allowed me to stay in radio for a couple of decades, which is pretty rare. The time for that, in my opinion, is over. I'm not going to say anything today that is designed to get a reaction from you. And I'm going to do my very best to use language and words... That help us understand and heal rather than labeling you anything, coming at you for the way you feel, or coming at you for the way you think. I can have my personal opinions about those just as you can have your personal opinions about anything that comes out of my stupid mouth or John's smart mouth or Micah's smart mouth. Not smart mouth as in your mom would say you got a real smart mouth, but an intelligent mouth. pretty mouth. My mom would say all the time. Okay, easy. Uh, so I feel the need to say this. The right to protest is vital. The freedom to stand up against what you think is wrong is imperative to a free society. Without that, we're a dictatorship, which one could argue that we're teetering on the brink of that anyway, but that's a separate discussion. So when a peaceful protest and assembly turns into violence, clashes with police, and in the worst-case scenario, looting, the narrative unfortunately shifts toward, look at those people, look at those blanks, blanks, and blanks. They're minimalizing what happened to Mr. Floyd. That's unfortunate because in my opinion, the majority of the violence and looting is not done by the people who are trying to fight for freedom and against violence and oppression. There are opportunists, there are agitators, and there are agents provocateurs whose sole purpose and goal, is to cause chaos and to get you to focus on something other than the sad fact that in 2020, black people still have to fear encounters with the police. I don't believe that a lot of the looting and rioting is done by the people from Black Lives Matter and the peaceful people involved in those protests. So for you to, for anyone To look at that and go, I can't listen to these protesters anymore because there's looting and rioting, I don't think that's fair. I don't think it's just, and I definitely don't think it's accurate. Whether it's Antifa or whether it's those Boogaloo boys, those people setting fires and whatnot, for the most part, are not down with the cause, I believe that with every ounce of my existence. You agree, John Senning? Yeah. I I mean, generally, I think
2: it's becoming more and more apparent every day this goes on. There is something much bigger at at play here, whether it be – I mean, just just the fact to me that COVID-19, which was at the time – three weeks ago, the most insane thing that a lot of people in this country, even elderly people have ever seen happen to our country before cities could even open up from that. We're now in a scenario where cities are going back under curfew. You know, National Guard is on every single corner. The cause is there and the cause is just and the protesting is right. But what we're witnessing now, in my opinion, is far beyond that. The division that we're experiencing is coming from somewhere. It's being pushed from somewhere. And I don't know who benefits. That's ultimately the question. Who benefits from this level of division? But what we're seeing on a on a national scale is unlike anything I've ever seen in my life. And I think that goes for a lot of people. And I don't I don't know who benefits from it, but I think that's who's behind it.
1: Well, I think the key word there is division and like that's the best way to describe it. Everybody's divided right now and everybody lives almost in fear and they have for the past couple of months. So now we come out of our houses. And then we want to go back in because we are afraid of what may be called Antifa or people on this side, people on that side, people wanting to create violence because, unfortunately, our society is so broken and so divided that we can't even have a peaceful protest for people who deserve to be able to stand up and talk about the oppression that they have faced their entire lives.
0: Right. And for those of you out there, not me because I'm not doing it, but for those of you out there who want to say... I can't listen to the protest because there is looting. I can't pay attention to the message because there is rioting. You got the right to feel that way, but you're doing exactly what the people who want to divide us want you to do. You are getting played like a puppet. You are a marionette, and there is a puppet master pulling the strings and getting you to take your eyes off of what is really important here, which is that with accountability in the digital age and the video age, Cops are still killing black people. 727 579 1025. Yes, John Senning? Well, and I mean, in your opinion, what
2: is, what is the connection? Between these last few months, because I I think that that although it's not it's not coming right out, and you're not seeing people protest the lockdowns. You can't tell me that people having been locked in their homes in these cities for for eight weeks plus isn't directly contributing oh. to some of the acts that we're seeing. This now to me is is more about a general uprising. Yep. and you you know the cause, like I said, I believe is just. But but it is getting lost now because there's so many people from so many different angles getting their hands into what's going on. And maybe maybe there is a bigger picture of, of just a a section of society being held down for so long, but it's 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 become so much more uh, than, than the initial purpose, in, in my opinion.
0: We're seeing social upheaval, and we're, we're seeing a revolution before our very eyes, and I want to keep it about social issues and not get de- distracted by the looting and the rioting. You can feel bad about that. It's possible to feel horrible that black people are still getting killed by cops, so are white people. It's it's very possible to speak out for police bruta- against police brutality while at the same time, not liking the visuals of people walking out of cheesecake places with a whole cheesecake.
2: Well, we we talk often on this show about the division in this country being extremes. You know, p- political yeah. is the is the you know front and center, far left, far right. And when it comes to this, it seems as if the most extreme point of views are the only ones we're hearing, right. and the average person, for whatever reason, feels like they have to align with all cops are terrible, burn it all down, or the opposite of that, which is, yep. which is steeped in racism and, and terrible things as well. And you so, don't have to choose. No, you, you don't. And, and I don't know how we come together. I think that's the worst part about all of this is everybody has an opinion, everybody has a thought, but nobody has a way to bring America back together. And I don't know that there is a way. And that's the saddest, most terrifying
0: part of all. Conversations, empathy, and compassion.
1: Yeah, and the message not getting lost. Why are you angry? If people are showing up for the their, the purpose of the protest was a people proce- protest of Black Lives Matter. Right. And people are showing up now, and they're just pissed off about something else in their life. Maybe they were angry that they had to be quarantined for a month, and they're going and doing complete <clears throat> acts of anarchy and violence Jeez. on places and people who don't deserve it.
0: Right on. Uh, hi, caller. Who are you? Hello. Hello? Call- yes, what's your name, sir? Oh, it's Don. Hey, Don. What's up, bud?
3: Hey, not too much, man. I just wanted to call and sort of talk about all this protesting and rioting a little bit. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think, honestly, they've been trying for decades to peacefully protest, and it hasn't worked. True. And I think that this has made the most effective, most biggest impact that they could have made. And everyone always says, like, there's a better way to do it. Right but no one can can name what that better way is, and I think this was the only way left, personally.
0: I don't necessarily disagree with you because when Colin Kaepernick tried to utilize his position as an athlete and a spokesperson, we told him to shut up. When LeBron James (laughs) wanted to say something, we told him to shut up and dribble. We didn't want to listen to anybody when they tried things in a peaceful way, and I don't know how far you get with legislation when it comes to a sea change on how we view race in America, I don't know that this was the only way left, but I certainly understand why things happen the way they do, and I can't fault anybody for getting caught up in uh, an incendiary situation right now. But again, I don't think anybody's really down with looting. Thank you, my man. And,
2: and where do you draw the, and that's the thing, that's why when we talk about angles and layers to this story, it's such a mind F, because in the beginning of the show, you said, and I believe that a lot of this anarchy that we're seeing is not coming from the people who out there who are out there really trying to push forward you know, a, a movement. I don't believe that. So then now we get into this area where I think people want to, or they do defend the looting and the fires and then are you then defending something that's not even coming from the movement in which you support well that's
0: exactly it I can no longer say that I'm cool with violence and burning things down because now they have a GoFundMe for that Saigon Bay restaurant a dude who who friggin took a chance on his life and opened up a restaurant and and had it burned to the ground in Tampa Bay because people got out of control and that sucks there's no good way to say it. And and, and I hate to keep
2: bringing up the, the COVID aspect of it, but a lot of these cities where the riots and businesses are being burnt down, they were just about to open. Yep. I just wonder, in a crippled country, in a, it, I mean, we this country was more crippled as a society than we have ever seen in our generation. And before we can even come back, you've now got cities that, that are inoperable because they've either been burnt down or you've got people in the streets. Right or wrong, it's just exemplifying a, a, a situation that is... Was already really bad in this country, and, and the way
0: out is is going to be hard. At least we have strong leadership from the top down. Antonio, what's up? Welcome to Drew Grabo Live. How are you?
3: Hey, thank you for taking my call. I'm going to keep this short. Thank you. I just want to. I'm I'm worried about riots and um, definitely building burning spilling over into residential neighborhoods because a lot of people don't realize your homeowners policy. I used to be an insurance agent. Mm-hmm. Will not cover your house being burned down during a riot. Huh. So anybody listening, just please i mean just the stuff but i mean i i can't imagine how they feel and thank you so much for taking my call four hours of content a day you do it better than anybody else
0: oh thanks bro appreciate that very much very nice of you to say 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025 what's up wendy hey how you doing very well thank you very much how's your monday isn't it like the most mondayest monday ever to monday today
4: yeah, I, I was up watching the the live streams till three o'clock in the morning. So I get you. <laughs> it's a definite Monday. Yeah, so a, a lot of us are old enough to remember Reginald Denny and
0: trucker who was pulled from he, his uh, cab in the L.A. riots. Correct.
4: Yes, correct. Yeah, sure. And you know everyone's all upset about this FedEx truck driver, and all I can say is, hey man, Reginald Denny, I'm not going to stop. When you want to protest and you want us to pay attention to you, that's fine. But when you start shutting down highways and beating on people's cars, we remember Reginald Denny.
0: So what are you saying exactly? Like, I, 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 you don't need to keep using code language or whatever. You express your feelings without just saying no. the same thing over and over, Reginald Denny, Reginald Denny. Uh,
4: basically, if they surround my vehicle mm-hmm. and they start beating on my windows and threatening me and smacking my truck with uh, wooden boards and stuff, I'm not standing still. I'm going to take that as a threat to my life. And I'm not going to be pulled out of my vehicle and beaten up because someone's got a grief.
0: Yeah, I don't think you're off base in saying that. I I don't know about, you sound like you're kind of looking for a fight. Uh, but I don't but, know. I, no. I mean, it sounds like, I'm just saying.
4: I it avoid like, the towns. Yeah, like I good. avoid the towns as much as possible. I sure. go the long way around.
0: There you go. Uh, but uh, yesterday there was a protest that turned into the streets in, uh, in Lakeland, and I believe it was a corner of Memorial in Florida, and that's an intersection I've been through before, and I forced myself to think, man, What if I got caught up in that and I'm making a turn through an intersection, all of a sudden people are surrounding my car. You surround my car, you beat my car, okay, I'm going to be scared, but probably nothing there. The minute you breach my window, the minute that window breaks and I think you're a threat to me, of course I'm going to defend myself with deadly force. I think anybody would because you're being attacked at that point in time and it turns from a protest into an assault and battery case and possibly even uh, a threat of death, so, you know. I think anybody would try to defend themselves in that situation.
2: And is it, isn't it insane that those are real conversations? Like I talked to my brother this morning, and he's concerned, going home on the 408 today, that the road will be closed and that, that people will surround his car and something, and something could
0: happen. Last night, they had to stop the protesters from getting on 275 in Tampa. The cops had to line up to the on-ramps of 275 to keep mobs of people from marching onto a very busy highway. Now, the cops did that, A, to protect the drivers, and B, to protect the protesters. And they had to tear gas people because people were trying to still get past the cops and get onto the highway. In Florida,
2: this area specifically does not seem like the place to play that game because I think there are a lot of people like that woman caller and people even further along the line than her who would love an excuse to drive their truck through a group of protesters that stopped them on the interstate. And honestly, I don't know where the law comes in at that point. If you've stopped someone's car, you've got people jumping on the car, even if they haven't breached the windows. If that person drives forward and runs a couple people over, I don't know where the law lands on that.
0: Probably a manslaughter charge, to be honest
2: with you. Probably. But But if you're holding up in court and you're saying, I sat in my car for 50, how long does a person have to sit in their car? Right.
1: Well, and the fact that that at any given moment, we can open up Twitter or whatever social media app, and there's just video after video of cars hitting people. Yep, it's insane.
0: It totally is, Drew. And then them pulling that dude out of his uh, his truck and sending yeah. him to the hospital. Yeah. Drew Gable live. Hi, is your name uh, Mike? Yeah.
3: Hey, what's up, buddy? Hi, Mike. Um, yeah. You know, I it's 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 a tough obviously it's a tough situation because i have no idea what it's like to be a black man and or a black woman in america yeah
0: none of us white people do and yeah <laughs> and it's funny.
3: and it's that that's a difficult situation to even like, like most of us can't grasp that and i uh, and by most of us i mean because we're the majority blah 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 we're we're you know white people in in the
0: it's can I ask uh, what you're trying yeah, to say yeah. here oh, my, my should, god man know. I mean I I vow to like keep things civil and have good discussions you're not making it easy for me man what are you trying to say
3: <laughs> I'm just saying it's not it's not easy for 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 us to, to grasp onto that so when I hear some st- stupid freaking rednecks freaking try to you know thank
0: you Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five and eight hundred seven seven one one zero two five. jason what's up welcome to drew garabo live uh, i'm not going to be popular i i feel with you okay i mean now now you're probably not now that you said it off that way but go ahead
3: uh, i'm from detroit i grew up in the racial riots of the early uh late 60s early 70s my dad was a policeman he probably uh was a little racist, I'm, I'm sure. Okay. I like the self-awareness. Uh, w- when I see what's going on right now, it, it makes me just want to cry because it's not the, the peaceful protest of people during the day wanting change. Right. It's the, the, the what the news is is putting in your face yeah. at night with the burning down. Weird, I weird. own a condo in South St. Pete, yep. and, and what I've seen was... People of color looting, breaking windows, taking TVs out of places, taking right. merchandise in their cars and driving up. That, that has nothing to do, and, and they're, they're self-defeating the whole purpose. And it's not Antifa. It's, it's the local people who are just not good.
0: Well, I don't and know it, that you I would only I, I only have issue with you said they're they're not good and that's just because good and bad are things that we we construct. It's all it's all relative. I would say this, I'm not excusing what they're doing. What they're doing we can all say is wrong. That is a wrong activity. You and I both know in a mob mentality, people are capable of doing things that they probably wouldn't normally do on their own. That doesn't excuse the activity. That doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it fair. Doesn't make it any easier to digest. But you said something in the early part of your call. And by the way, you're not unpopular with me. I get where you're coming from, my man. It's not over yet. Good point, John. Thank you. Uh, and it's that the what the media puts on television they have very little interest in telling you about the hundreds of peaceful protests that happened across our country where people gathered all kinds of races and said, I can't breathe and Black Lives Matter and all that and moved the narrative towards peace. They focus on the looting and the burning and the stealing because they know that that's what a ravenous populace wants to latch on so that they can go oh, well, this diminishes the message and, oh, that obfuscates what they're trying to say. It doesn't at all minimize the impact of the protest until you let it. So in other words, whether those rogue elements are Antifa or the Boogaloo Boys or genuine black people who get caught up in something or just greedy people who want to steal stuff, I don't like focusing on that because I think it does take our eyes off what we should be focusing on, you know? but the whole thing
3: is black people being upset about being racially profiled, being pulled is over it? and is it what's going it, on? Aren't they aren't they furthering that? You
0: don't see the white people breaking in? No, you absolutely do. No, my man, my man. I saw more, I saw just as much if not more white looting across our nation as I did black I looting. Saw same Okay, I'm not in South St. Pete. My man, my man, I'm not in South St. Pete. I don't know that, but I'm here to tell you on a national level what the media shows, white lady in Target filling up shopping buggy full of lamps white dude smashing out auto zone with hammers you know what I mean so don't make that mistake and and be like your racist dad because I can tell you're a lot more open-minded than your dad don't be like your racist dad and go they don't want to be profiled but they're acting this way you've got the potential in you to be better than your dad and more open-minded than your dad so kind of try to check yourself when it comes to if they don't want to be profiled they shouldn't be doing this you know what I mean
3: uh, absolutely're you're, you. you're, you're right I just haven't seen yep. I haven't seen that and white people have no business protesting this kind of well that's uh, where you're wrong behavior. again they, uh,
0: to, to exclude white people from the protest insinuates that we don't stand with our brothers and sisters of color against racial okay. oppression and violence so don't uh, okay. be real careful okay. with that stuff too man I'm telling you you got okay. the you All got right. the potential my dude thank you very much for the call okay. I appreciate you you're welcome
2: thank you and that's another, and this is just me asking a question, a line where to draw. Where if, if we, not necessarily I, but, you know, Drew, you've, you've talked about it, understanding where people come from when they light those fires. Yep. How can you, how can you give a white person that same comfort? I don't. Yeah, you can't, right? No. Nope. I mean, if you start a fire, you can't say that you started that because you've been oppressed for so
0: long. Nope. So then they don't have a pass. No, they don't. At all. And if you call that a double standard on race, I'm fine well, with that. And another point that I think
2: racists specifically need to be faced with is I've heard the term so many times or you hear it said time and time again, well, there's only a couple bad apples. A, a one bad apple ruins the police force for them all. Well then, well, then protesters and looters and rioters should be given the
0: same accommodations. Or if- flip that. One bad cop does not mean all cops are bad.
2: Right? Yeah, same yeah. way. Just like just like a group of bad looters doesn't make every protester bad. Exactly. We've got to be able to look at each side. Equally and not just put our bias To one group and not put it to the other Right
1: well and that's what's getting misconstrued There is a difference between a protest And a riot right you're going out there To protest peacefully and get your point Across where that bad apple shows Up and then it can very quickly escalate Into what is a riot
0: yep and who's responsible For that is it the social justice people Or is it Antifa or is it The Boogaloo boys or is it some Other disruptor from the new world order Who's out to say look We have been successfully divided in this country for the last, what, 10, 15, 20 years? We've been pushed to the sides. You're either this or you're that. You're either on this team or you're on that team. Realistically, we're all a lot closer to the middle than we can admit to each other, but we feel like the battle lines have been drawn, and we need to be either protesters or looters or Black Lives Matter. Well, the fact is, black lives matter for sure, but not every protester is a looter, but it's okay to speak out against the ones who do, and we're all somewhere in the gray middle. And, and that goes right to the point of of us feeling like it's that side or this
2: side. Like The average person, I truly think, is in that middle place, yeah. is in the... I want to do the right thing. There is a just cause here, but I can't get behind looting and rioting. I think that's probably the average thought. But from everything you could see on your social media or even on some of the news, you would think it's either support looting and rioting or you're racist or,
0: you know, there is no middle ground. That's because the media benefits from turning us against each other, from making you Team CNN or Team Fox News, and society suffers because of that. And we don't need to suffer any longer. 727 If you're on the line hanging there, it's going to be a busy day on the phones, and I promise I'll get to you as many of you as I can. But for those people out there who would say things like, well, I'm white, so this doesn't really affect me, I got a story from the weekend, not the music artist, but the real weekend, that happened where I had to go and... I had to go help my girlfriend and her mom and her daughter out of a very difficult situation because of a racist and his words and it's so disappointing to me that these people are still out there spewing their filth and we'll get to it next on Drew Garabo Live but right here is Kathy Michael with Epilepsy Services Foundation on behalf of the Fran Hosh Law Group what's up Kathy how are you I'm doing great. How are you, Drew? Very well. Thank you very much. I know your website is epilepsysf.org. Uh, Tell us about it.
4: Well, we have been around since 1973, and we provide resources and services for children, teens, and young adults with epilepsy and their families. Great. Uh, we do a lot of different programs and events and raise money to send kids to Camp Boggy Creek every summer. Awesome. Uh, and, and Fran Hosh and her team have been wonderful at supporting uh, epilepsy services for years now through our walks for epilepsy, uh, providing gifts for our kids at the holiday season, supporting our golf tournament, and our September Fest as well.
0: That's great. Yeah, Fran does so much work with local charities, and I think what you're doing is awesome. The website, EpilepsySF.org. I really appreciate the time and the information. And again, it just speaks to uh, Fran Hosh Law Group, LawFran.com, and all she does for the local community. Right, Kathy?
4: Absolutely. They're great.
0: I hope you have yourself a wonderful afternoon. Thank you so much for the time.
4: Thank you. You
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early,